Welcome to the Packer Force Podcast. I'm your host, Elliot Sill, joined outside in the cold by my brothers, Peter Sill and Andrew Sill. Uh, guys, we've got, first of all, we've got the holy Triforce together. The brothers are together. Andrew is out here in Denver. We have one microphone. We are huddled around it. We are outside. It's a cold 56 in Denver right now. Eh, Don't go cold. It's brisk, but it's fine. It's brisk. My nose is a little sniffly. My my body is cold. I don't need, like, I'm not, I'm not, like, in need of things. But, like, Mm -hmm. I'm I'm fucking cold, guys. I don't know about you. It's a change. It's a change. I felt you... I think we have all felt it in the air for the last couple weeks. Yeah. I think football's, uh, football weather is, is here. Which begs I, the question, why are we outside again? Why are we out here? Why are we outside? Because this is, this is where you're supposed to be. Because what? Because this is where you're supposed to be. Because you're supposed to be out in the... We're Packers. That's true. Because football is a game that is played outside, and you gotta play it outside. And you gotta take a bus to every game, and you gotta have turkey leg bump. It's an unexpected John Madden impersonation. I like uh, it. Fantastic. It off the cuff, terrible. Haven't tried it in years, so take it with a grain hey, of salt. Hey, you know what? I, I loved it. Listen, that I was terrible, it. but I like that you did it. I went for it. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate it. Uh, we have the Broncos this week. In Denver, and we are supposedly going to the game. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to be there. We don't know where we're sitting yet, but we are looking at tickets as they fucking rise and fall like meme stocks. Like we- beam? Meme stocks. Meme stocks. Look, I took a plane out here to go to this game, so <laughs> if we get fucked with tickets, we're still going to the game. But... We're just paying a lot more. It looks like ticket prices are plummeting, and we look like evil geniuses at the moment for waiting to the last minute, so we'll go with that for now. Why would people pay to go to this game? This is a stupid fucking game between two <laughs> shitty teams. Why would people pay to go to this one? Like, look, if you have Denver Broncos season tickets, you got the Chiefs coming to town next week. What are you doing going to see the Packers? Who cares? Look, I flew here to Denver out of Peoria, Illinois. The plane was chock full of fucking Packer fans. At least a dozen that were wearing Packer gear, despite the game not being for another two games, or two two days, they were still in full regalia. And there had to be another dozen, 20 plus of people that weren't wearing their shit yet, but were on the same path because there was a, It was a flight that was delayed by four hours, but there were a lot of people that found common ground and everybody was friendly because Mm -hmm. it was a plane coming from Peoria, Illinois. From the Midwest. From the Midwest. The team of the Midwest. From Bears territory, Mm -hmm. nonetheless. But there were a lot of Packer fans that were coming to Denver from Illinois to get the fuck down with this game. Mm Mm-hmm. And perhaps we're just, you know, a bit new to the to the geopolitical effects of football on planes to certain cities. 
But maybe that's actually significant. Maybe this is going to be the reverse Lions game we all craved where the, it's in Denver Stadium, but it's full of Packers fans chanting, Go Pack Go, as the Packers lead 37-13 to 13 in the fourth quarter. Hey, listen, I, I've been in Denver since uh, 2011 I moved out here. Dang. And there has that, been... That long ago? Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, I'm a 12... I'm a, I'm a fucking dozener. I've been here, I've been here since 2016. I feel like it's a long time. But 2016, you missed the boat. You missed the boat of 2015 when the Packers last played here. Yeah. Played here. Yep. And uh, that was a good boat to miss. That was a <laughs> that rickety. Was a shitty game. That was a rickety fucking boat. That, that was, was a boat a holy without boat. structural integrity. <laughs> that was when I have seen a. Uh, I have never seen a defense that fucking attacked like that. There was just an energy. You like. When you watch Dragon Ball Z and you see like their energy beams around them and their glowing light, that was what was happening with fucking Demarcus Ware and, and Von Miller when I was watching. Did them. you go to that game? I went to that game. I was there. By, with who? By myself. Jesus. Yeah, I was what? there by myself. So you, and I, how, I, I, wasn't that the game that Aaron Rodgers threw for like what was it seventy four, seventy six passing yards? It like was something. It, it was one that tick. It was his most pathetic game. During that stretch of time, definitely. It was like the yeah. game where it was like, oh, Mike McCarthy. Like, all the all the Mike McCarthy shit you hear now, no one was saying any of it until after that game. Pretty right? much, man. Pretty <laughs> oh, much. Yeah, and that, we, that... Were, we were very close to putting a kibosh on you going to games because the one you went to before that was the Chiefs. The Chiefs in 2011. In 2011. The one fucking yes. loss. Yeah, you had some bad yeah, regular that season. That was pretty gnarly. I had, a, I had a gnarly stretch dude, right there. You can't go. Dude, we have no idea where the energy is going for this game with us going to this game. But uh, So the last two games I've been to have been Aaron Rodgers versus... Oh, who was the fucking quarterback in Kansas City that we went to see? It was not Pat Mahomes, but that was when he was there. He was injured, mm-hmm. and then we went to go Chad see... Chad Henney? Chad Henney sounds right. I don't even fucking remember it. Hey. It worked out for us. <laughs> I remember the four-minute offense came out, and fucking our offensive line just bowled over that defense, and that was beautiful. And then we saw the, the Packers beat the Vikings down. Uh, last year at the end of the season well, before Aaron well, the, Rodgers got The ro- two ro- Vikings games. Did you reference the 2016 one? Oh, the 2016 one. Of course. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. 2016 during the run. During, I think we can the run, run the, the table. table. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We went there. And so uh, 2015 was uh, Packers-Broncos out in Denver, and that was Peyton Manning's last regular season victory as as a quarterback, um, but that that defense was incredible, and yeah, that was that was a turning point in the Packers franchise. Definitely, it was a turning point in it was, the, it's, in the I, Broncos it an, franchise. It was an inflection point. I'll say I'll say it wasn't a turning point. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. it was an inflection point. So you look, you look at that and you're like, oh fuck, was that it? But it wasn't. It wasn't like I don't know. I feel like the Seahawks NFC Championship game was the turning point sure, for sure, the franchise. Sure, sure, sure. Sure. And that was an inflection point. I was going off what you were saying with the turning point in Mike McCarthy's career. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, you might. So, going you might. back. So, Denver, the Packers have not been back to Denver since then. Since, since fucking Peyton Manning was a quarterback. Yeah, that's a long since, time. Since the Denver Broncos started their run. And the... 
the Broncos are an absolute shit miserable franchise right now and they have been and it's brought me a lot of great joy since I've been here since 2015 it's important it's important that we do this because look we're we are a we are a Packers podcast and listen our we were raised in Illinois our dad was from Wisconsin but we live Peter's lived in Denver for 12 years I've lived in Denver for seven years so just understand where let's let's understand where the Denver Broncos are because you talked about the Peyton Manning his last victory there mm-hmm. that season that 2015 season mm-hmm. the Packers lost in the wild card on the fucking wildest of finishes to yeah the Arizona Cardinals Larry Fitzgerald and his fucking glorious the ball the Arizona Cardinals went on over the Arizona Cardinals yeah. went on to the NFC championship to lose to the Carolina Panthers. Yeah. The Carolina Panthers went to the Super Bowl to lose to the Denver Broncos. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And ever since that Denver Broncos victory over the Carolina Panthers, this franchise has been fucking up at every single level. At every single turn. And the thing is, is that they they fucked up to get into that Super Bowl. Right. I was telling everybody in Denver at that point, I was like, hey, listen. You have sold your future. You have sold three to four years of your future for Peyton Manning and this team with fucking Aqib Talib and with the fucking, uh, oh, Merrick Garland. What's his name? Merrick Garland? <laughs> Not Merrick Garland. No, no, no. But yeah. that's, that's one big thing. Like Malik Pack, Packer fans oh, often beg for the Packers to go all in. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Denver truly went all in yes. to get that Super Bowl. And what it meant was giving up the next three, four years of your franchise, obviously. Yes. Like, you could look at that deal and you might get some success immediately, but your mm-hmm. future is fucked. Yes. Packer I- fans, if you're begging us to go in all the time, I have to... You have to see, like, going all into that extent mm-hmm. means you are submarining your future. This is what you're susceptible. Uh, what you are susceptible to is the word. Yes, susceptible to. This one year of five games that we have not liked so far, that is nowhere close to what going all in on that level has completely buck their franchise to. So this is what we have come to. A game in Denver, which is a once in eight year opportunity, which I am super fucking excited for to be able to get to to get to to get to go see. Um, you have a franchise that is in the dumpster. Denver, let me tell you about what is happening in Dem- in Denver. What is happening on uh, sports radio. It is a fire sale. The collapse for Caleb narrative has begun. The best thing that this team can do is lose. Zach By, who is is uh, like think of your Jason Wildy, yep, and yep. and Green Bay, right? Zach By, who is leading the drive, put out a put out a poll. It was like, hey, real talk, guys, do you want to win? Or do you want to lose against the Packers? 60% of the 
of this poll time when i saw it which was you know in the in the hundreds 60 percent wants to lose to the packers 60 percent of the most hardcore denver sports fans want to lose to the Packers. that know who zach by is right want to lose to the packers and then you are coming in with the opposite of that you are coming in with a team that has not sold its future for Aaron Rodgers that did not get Christian McCaffrey that did not get Odell Beckham you are coming or Marshawn in with, Lynch or Calvin Johnson or blah blah or blah, blah, blah Randy Moss blah. Barry Sand yeah, yeah anyway, anyway anyway you're coming in with a new team that has gone through decades of winning that is trying to transition as smoothly as possible that is trying to get a soft landing in this recession We have one team that is in the dumpster, and we have another team that has to show that it is not in the dumpster. And that other team is the Green Bay Packers. And so we're we're working, you know, we're working through a lot as the Packers. But I I let we've harped on the Broncos a lot. We've harped on the history a little bit. I wanna I just wanna put this. I wanna I wanna make this connection for people because I feel like it's so. Like I feel like Broncos fans need to hear this. I feel like Bron- this is something that Bronco, the Broncos need to understand. This franchise, since they won that Super Bowl, has been trying to reclaim that Super Bowl. They've just been trying to be that good again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it is <laughs> also, like I, we've talked before on this podcast, their ownership situation has been in flux and it's it's recently been figured out but it's been in flux and so through that fluctuating ownership situation they have made some decisions but you see now that Sean Payton Sean Payton is the head coach of these Broncos why was Sean Payton brought in what does he give you he gives you someone who is an experienced coach on the offensive side of the ball well, the only reason why the Broncos brought him in is to replace the inexperienced head coach on the offensive side of the ball that they had in Nathaniel Hackett. Mm-hmm. Why did they have an inexperienced offensive head coach? Because they had just gotten rid of an experienced defensive-minded head coach in Vic, Vic Fangio, mm-hmm. who was the head coach from 2019 to 2021. Vic Fangio was brought in Why? Because he was experienced as a defensive head coach, and he was an ideal replacement for their inexperienced defensive head coach, and Vance Joseph. Now we're going back to 2017, right? Getting closer to that Super Bowl. Why was Vance Joseph brought in? He was brought in as the in, uh, the inexperienced, up and coming defensive head coach to take the reins from Gary Kubiak, who is an experienced offensive head coach. This team has been doing nothing since that Super Bowl win, but trying to fill in the missing elements of what what was there before. So they had Peyton Manning with Gary Kubiak, and they thought, well, we're losing Peyton Manning. Let's try and get someone. Let's lean into the defense Let's that we lean have. into the defense because we still yeah. have this defense coming back. We got Von Miller. We, we got, got We got Chris Von Harris Miller. Jr. We got Chris Harris Jr. We've got fucking defensive linemen we can name. Shelby Harris, something, something, something. Derek Wolf. They had Derek they Wolf. They had Derek Wolf. And so, look, <laughs> ever since then, they have simply been trying to, f- like, replace 
this missing element that they have. And it's led them to Sean Payton. And I've got to tell you, he ain't it either. Mm. He ain't it either. At least not this year, not with Russell Wilson, who was brought in because they didn't have a quarterback. And that was the, the missing thing. Mm-hmm. It's all been about <coughs> replacing Peyton Manning. They tried to get – they tried to just – they wanted Brock Osweiler. Brock Osweiler wasn't there, so they brought in fucking – they had their guys. Trevor Simeon was trotted out. Then Simeon. they then they the filled it in man. with Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco didn't work out. They went somewhere new. They they drafted somebody. They got Drew Locke. They had Drew Locke for a while. Now they got never in this team's history mm. since we've moved out here in 2015. Never in these last eight years. And you got to think about we're thinking back to that Larry Fitzgerald Cardinals team. And the Aaron Rodgers Packers that went against that Larry Fitzgerald Cardinals team. Since then, the Broncos have been so disarrayed that they have cons- they have completely lost sight of like of what makes a good team. They have not aligned mm. the ownership with the general manager, with the head coach, with the starting quarterback. They have not done yeah. that simple math. Yeah, this is this has been a, a team that's been in a Super Bowl hangover since 2016. Since since Peyton Manning left. And they everything that they have done, they have they have turned into bullshit. Now they have Sean Payton, who honestly with the Saints was a coach that I feared was a coach that when we went against the Saints, it was like, hey, I know they have something for us. I respected I wouldn't say I feared him, but I respected him. But yes, I, I, that's I'll, fine that you feared him. That's a, that's a reasonable respect. perspective. I, I Yes, I will go as far as to be vulnerable and to say that, yes, there was a little bit of fear. <laughs> hey, think, think about 2011 after we won the Super Bowl. That was a baller-ass fucking opening season game against, New against, Orleans the, Saints, yeah. against the New Orleans Saints. Oh, yeah. And then it, it was always it was always a coin flip against Drew Brees and Sean Payton, and I always felt like, hey, you know what? I always felt like Sean Payton had a little leg up over Mike McCarthy, <clears throat> and therefore, like that experience, I would put it over Matt Lafleur. Sean Payton with the Broncos has been absolute garbage. Has been absolute trash. Has been. All the arrogance that you've seen with him, with with his fucking uh, the 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 Hackett uh, comments. The well, with the Hackett comments, seeing him do that, but all the things that he did with what was it, where he put fucking hits out on people. Oh, Bounty Gate, Bounty Gate, yeah, Bounty Gate. All the shit that you've seen with them, with with that. It's been incredible to see him just get his ass kicked ever since that. Yeah. With with the Broncos. I mean they're 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 one and four. Their yeah. one win came from down three scores against the Bears. Four score mm-hmm. down four scores against the Bears. They came mm-hmm. back and they won that game. Mm-hmm. So so Which if you're a real man, you just blow them the fuck out in opening week. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh-huh. So when we like, 
their the opening week loss for the Broncos was a 17 to 16 close loss to the Las Vegas Raiders. We just we just had this week. I feel like I feel like Packers fans, Wisconsinian Packers fans would see the Raiders and the Broncos as very similar teams. Now the Raiders have had their own kind of pathway of struggles. They've had their own fucking cacophony of failures. But the Broncos, my friends, are losers. Yeah, have been the pit of despair ever since 2015-2016. They are the Broncos. Right. The the Raiders have been mm. the pit of despair. Not so deep, maybe. Not so far of a fall. Not so big of a cliff to jump off of. But they have been in the dumps for a long time. Yeah. So, when we are heading into this week, we are in Denver, and that's a that's not a great place to play. You talk to NBA teams, they hate going to Denver. Mm. It's not fun. Mm. Um, Why is that? Real quick. Altitude. altitude, altitude. You're okay. you're a little gassed quicker. Your 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 biorhythms get thrown off a little bit, okay. and you know the air it, it's different. It's a different climate out here. Um, it's thinner air. It's not insulated with humidity the way that it is in the Midwest. And yeah, sixty one is cold here at night. Yeah, yeah, it's it, crazy. It's, it's like sixty one degrees out, and it's cold. Sixty one in the Midwest at night. Nice. But also 61 in the day when it's sunny, it's fucking hot. It's hot. It's unpleasant. It's Denver's hard. It's dumb. It's hard. Yeah, it's... it's. I mean, uh, yeah, that's up to your interpretation, whether you think that's cool or not. But, like, so... Denver is... Denver is bad. Denver is real bad. And the Packers are the team that's coming to play them this week. And the Packers have had their struggles. This is a listen. Listen, this is a two and three team. And when you look at the Packers' end results, it it is a it is a matter of a few inches here and a few inches there. Whether this Packers team is two and three, four and one, or one and four. Hey, motherfucker! You told me that we could be one and four or four and one. How are we at four and one? Let me, real quick, tell me how we're at four and one. How we're at four and one is last week we have the Raiders on the ropes. We have the ball in position to score the game-winning touchdown, and we have Christian Watson breaking open down the sideline, mm-hmm. and we have a quarterback who can get it to him. Mm-hmm. And he just didn't ha- – there was just yeah. a pressure. Max at- Crosby throws his timing off. It, well, yeah. it – I don't even know if that was Max Crosby. I could be wrong, but I don't think that was Max Crosby. I think Max Crosby pursued him later, but I think what initially held Jordan Love up from that throw was the other side of the line getting pushed back a little bit. But if Jordan Love makes a clean throw there, mm-hmm. catches Christian yeah. Watson, we win that game. Sure. That's 3-2. and two. And then the other game is Atlanta, and that could easily be 4-1. and one. We get the ball with a minute left. We weren't close to scoring. They had... You know, they had to hit the field goal with a minute left to, to mm-hmm. take the lead in that game. Yeah. So, hey, you know what? You took you took a minute to convince me that that's possible. It's that possible. That 4-1 is possible. That 4-1 is like, not. Like, honestly. 
if we if we were four and like that would be a 2022 Minnesota Vikings four and one, right? Mm, there you go. Like that that was how the Vikings succeeded yes. last year was by scraping by week after week, just fucking. Which, by the way, this podcast is glad that we are not the fucking 2022. Yeah, we don't want to be the 2022 we are, Vikings. We are steering clear of that Fuck shit. That, that is not the year. We, mm. This is not the year for that. This is a year of grace, and this is a year of ebbs. A year of ebbs. Yeah, rather than flows. Right. Yeah. This is this. We are we are headed further out to sea. Yes. Suckers. Um. So yeah, we. I mean, we could be four and one. We could easily be one and four if the Saints had made that field goal. We get the ball back. You know, we could be sure. one and four. Sure. So we are, but we definitely lost one. We definitely won one, mm-hmm. right? Um. So we're somewhere in between there. And the question I got to ask is. Do we miss Aaron Rodgers? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Twist, my friend. <laughs> From <laughs> the biggest fucking Aaron Rodgers hater <laughs> in the world. We just got, do we miss Aaron Rodgers? What? Say more, say more. Yeah, I mean, I miss having my scapegoat. <laughs> it was real nice to be able to see these Packers wins and being able to know exactly who to blame them on. <laughs> you had the guy that was supposed to take us to the promised land again and again. And when we fell short just a little bit, it was real easy to be like, oh, why didn't Aaron Rodgers win us this game? He's supposed mm-hmm. to be the guy. Mm-hmm. He's supposed to be the fucking MVP perennial candidate. He's supposed to do it for you time and time again. Yeah, I miss having that to just be like, yeah, it's Aaron Rodgers' fault. He was an mm. asshole again. That guy, <laughs> I hate him. No, that, no, I mean, petty, whatever. True, whatever. Hey, <clears throat> yeah, that's that's fucking true, man. I mean, this, this was a team that was built around Aaron Rodgers, and that was a guy that you expected to perform every single time. I mean, if you break down the question, do we miss Aaron Rodgers? Do we miss what he would bring to the team today? Because today he would be on the sideline just telling Jordan <laughs> Love to try and do good things. You're going back to your theory that Achilles injuries are transferable. So if he had been in Green Bay, he would have torn his Achilles. I absolutely believe that he still would have ripped his shit up no matter <laughs> where he was because everybody saw all preseason this year, all fucking season last year, and this dude was falling apart. And that dude had some weak fucking weak ankles. Fucking weak ankles. ass ankles. Weak Shout out Jason ankles. Ward. Jason Ward, fucking... thank you for fucking pointing that out. That's the <laughs> shit that we're looking for year round. That's fucking weak ass ankles. Look, all bullshit aside, it's very true. This dude is a fucking... Look, Tom Brady played until he was 93 years old and made us think that other people could do that. Yeah. No other quarterback has done that. Mm. Peyton Manning fell apart at right around the age where Aaron Rodgers is now. Yeah. yeah. Everybody loses their fastball. Everybody loses a step. To think Aaron Rodgers was going to also be Tom Brady just because Tom Brady was Tom Brady is a ridiculous thought. Like, look around the rest of the league right now. 
nobody else is approaching that age range with anything nearing competency. People so what, get old and people drop the fuck off. It happens. Aaron Rodgers is a man. Apparently Tom Brady is not. <laughs> That's the weird fucking thing. That's the control group here. Tom Brady is an insane fucking specimen. I don't know how he fucking did it. I always thought he was an overrated piece of shit and that Aaron Rodgers was the superior athlete and the thrower of the ball and had better accuracy. But it turns out Tom Brady had some weird fucking god powers that just let him do it for fucking way too long. Aaron Rodgers is not weak for falling apart when he did. Aaron Rodgers is absolutely normally falling Mm. apart when every other quarterback falls apart. So, 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 yes. That's great. That's great for Aaron Rodgers that he's falling apart. Like, congratulations (laughs) on falling apart. You've earned it by playing a lot. Uh... It's like my bicycle. Right, right. It's like you Like I've rode my bicycle a long time. Aaron Aaron Rodgers can be donated to NBR <laughs> for for a tax write off of Turn your ear into jazz. Yes, exactly. So I would love that. But you uh, it's interesting you mentioned the lack of a scapegoat. So mm. what is that what's what's coming up for you in place of that? You don't have a scapegoat, so what are you feeling when you watch this Packers team? You watch them get blown out by the Lions. You watch them fall short against the Raiders. Like, why? What? What in that is hard? For no, you? The, there's nothing hard for me about it. Well, could there be? Because that would it's help just, this podcast if you had a good just answer. The realization of whoa, coming whoa, whoa, up whoa. against reality, uh-huh. which kind of sucks. Like I've said before multiple times, we put ourselves in this scenario cap-wise. We cannot field the same level of team that we did in the last couple years because we did go all in. We didn't go all in to the extent that will hinder us for a decade like it has for the Broncos. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's the thing. Like, that's a decade. The fans want you to go all in for the guy, to an extent where you're damaging your franchise for years to come to try and get your one championship. We never did that. God bless us for not doing that, Mm. because we could be so much further away than we are now from being competitive. Mm-hmm. That actually, we are that would, still that would, competitive. That would, that would be interesting to like really study, though. If you like look back at like Odell Beckham, like when he was traded to the Rams. Yeah. If we yeah. had been that team, yeah. we had signed that deal. What would be the financial? Re- anyway, that's just a random thought. Oh, I man. mean, do you if think we were ever in no. Odell Beckham away from winning a championship? <sighs> I don't. Not? I yes. think yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I could I, I could make the argument based on the fact that Aaron Rodgers' play and how much he felt like he needed to play determined our fate. And so if you give him an Odell Beckham and you say, this is it, bud, this is the year we're going all in, you might actually get something different out of him. I mean, if you fucking took a wet pamper and wiped his asshole, 
really gently, you might also get something different out of it. Well, that's weird because Pampers makes diapers. So if you're talking about a wet pamper, that's a diaper that's been urinated in. And yeah, if you're it, wiping his asshole with a diaper that's been urinated in, that's kind of a weird thing to and do. And here, I'm going to say this, is that a pamper... Speaking as the only a, parent on the podcast. A pamper, you can get you can get a motherfucker a pamper for like, what, three fifty, three dollars fifty cents as a diaper? I would think they're not... That expensive. What? What is? It, what is a gallon of milk? Hundred dollars. <laughs> now, all right. It's one banana, okay. Michael. How much could it cost? And then an Odell Beckham cost you like seven million dollars. That's it. That that's a big difference. In twenty twenty, if you have an Odell Beckham, rather than Aaron Rodgers, just trying to force it to. You. The thing is, is that you don't want to go back and do that. It's too painful to see how much work we put into 2020 and 2021. Also, I feel like every single prospect that the Packer fans put all their fucking hopes and dreams in, none of them panned out long-term. All of them would have been short-term mercenary deals. Yes. None of them are like, oh, we missed this guy, and he would have been great for 10 years. Yeah, but they were all like, and that's, we missed that, this guy, and he would have been great for five that's years. That's one of yeah. those ultimate questions. That's one of those ultimate questions. Do you take the championship, or do you take long-term success? And that's what that's what's playing out right now in fucking... But guys, guys, you take Andre Risen every time. Odell Beckham scored a touchdown that year mm. in the Super Bowl. That's the Andre Risen. He yeah. did it. Yeah. It was the same shit. We yep. should have done it. If yeah. we had been that team, that's us. So so this is what we have to do. We have to beat the fucking Broncos. We do. We have to beat the Broncos. We have to say that, hey, selling out for that shit, live in your pit of misery we are going onward and upward with a core of dudes that we can carry forward and that we can sustainably carry into the future. But is, is that what we should do? Because I've listened to Colin Cowherd. Colin Cowherd says patience is a horrible thing. It's time to cut bait. Five games in. You see what's coming. Let it go. Because apparently the Bears... Apparently the Vikings are going to have the best quarterbacks in the world from this draft. Hey, listen. This is the thing. I heard Colin Cowherd Cowherd too. And you know what he said? You know what I heard him do? What? (laughs) That motherfucker sucked my dick. (laughs) Whoa. Colin Cowherd can... uh, Say it, know, just I, say it I, again. If, just say it again. Say it with If chest. I say suck my dick, will he sue me? I don't think he can sue you for telling him to suck his dick. I'm pretty positive he will never hear. He can suck my dick. I'm going to go pee. Okay. So, ease off that. I Listen, I have no interest in tanking at two and three. I no. like, if, if, we're, if we're five and eight, sure. Like, whatever. Who cares? But we are we are a this is a young season and this is a young team and Peter's right. We need to prove to the Broncos we need to not have any sort of fucking pity on this shit organization for the deep shit they've gotten themselves into by being perpetually stupid. Mm-hmm. And so we need to beat the shit out of the Broncos because they are a fucking 
They are a centerless hole. They have nothing. They are. They have nothing that is the base of what they do. Is it Sean Payton or is he actually the problem? Is it Russell Wilson or is he actually the problem? Is it their new ownership or is it actually the problem? Like, what are they? There's no coherent hole to the Denver Broncos. And so you don't lose to teams like that. I feel like at least the Raiders know who they are. At least the Raiders are trying to be cool and they're in the Davis family and the Davis family is just win, baby. They go to Vegas. They get Devontae Adams. Their quarterback sucks, so they get a shittier one. Like, whatever. (laughs) They don't understand how the quarterback works. But, like, other than that, it comes together in a a fairly coherent way yeah, for the I mean, they got a, they got a recovering addict because that's what you have to do in 2023 <laughs> no, yeah max crosby thing. little alcohol addiction Ooh, i like vodka at college parties Ooh. one time i had i had tw- uh, 12 beers <laughs> dude fuck max crosby's addiction problem and i peed on the rim of the uh, rim on the toilet <laughs> my mom found it <laughs> My yeah. mom said, Max, were you drunk peeing on the toilet again? And I said, I need help. <laughs> God, get out of here. <laughs> Fucking black. Both your eyes are black. None of them, you moron. <laughs> or wait, was that Aiden Hutchinson? I can't tell the difference between them because they're white and tackling my quarterback. Uh. But <laughs> the... <laughs> No pity for the Broncos. No pity for these Broncos. They don't deserve anything. This is not a game where we can go in. We're playing against an inferior. Understand, for any complaints you want to have about Joe Barry and Brian Gutekunst and the Packers organization, they are nothing compared to the incompetence of the Denver Broncos organization. Mm -hmm. And as such, we should take their asses out behind the woodshed and beat them with our quarterback we invested in three years ago because we're not stupid. Jordan Love needs a bounce-back game because people forget this, but he's a fucking good quarterback. He's a hit. He's not a miss. And he needs to prove that. Hmm. That is the working theory. We have very little proof, but... We don't need a lot of proof to see that he is definitely more capable of doing with our Packer team a lot more than Russell Wilson is doing with this fucking Broncos team. Mm -hmm. He's better. He's in a better position. He's in a position to get better. Russell's not getting better. No, Russell's going down. Russell is... It's really fucking unfortunate to watch Russell Wilson play the game of football right now. It that's true. It like it's a little like I hated Russell Wilson when he was at his peak. Don't get me wrong, but yeah, I was like, never a Russ guy. But to watch him be this bad is like upsetting. Yeah, it's like how did you do any of the things that you did and now you're this bad? Right, right. Yeah, well, that's the thing is that... It's like, like, it, when it's he, like a little bit like Kaepernick, too. It's like Ka- the kind of Kaepernick was like... He fucking killed us twice. Yeah. And then he just... Yeah. It's like 
oh, you're nobody? Well, yeah, exactly. That's the, that's the thing is that you saw me like, oh, that's some lucky shit that Russ is pulling off. And he did that for fucking 10 years. And at a certain point, you had to be like, that's Russell Wilson. Yeah. That's who Russell Wilson is. And now all the luck has run out. Mm-hmm. And he is just being the piece of shit that he always should have been in the fail Mary in the fucking 2014 playoff. And it's not just that the luck has run out. It's bouncing the other way. Hey, real quick. Is there anyone from that team from the 2014 championship game that's playing in this game? Like David, the Packers? Yeah. Da- yeah. David no, Bakhtiari. David Bakhtiari. Bakhtiari is the only one. Yeah. But he, oh, yeah. Fuck. But he's not. Yeah. Oh, so we as fans... So, uh, Andrew, you asked me a really important question earlier. What is our job as fans? Mm-hmm. Our fans is to carry the history. Our what? Our job as fans is to carry the history. Love that. Yeah. Our job as fans is to carry the history of fucking Russell Wilson. You piece of shit. You lucky motherfucker. It is time to put you in the ground. It is, it is not It is not. It is too time late. to end. Like, listen, we did a really good job at ending fucking Russell Wilson. Like stinting Russell Wilson's Hall of Fame campaign bid in 2016 mm-hmm. when we beat the shit out of him <clears throat> on the run. It is time to fucking take, continue to take back everything that you took from us in the Fail Mary in the 2014 championship game. It is our job as fans to go out mm. there and say, fuck you for Super Bowl 32. Mmm... It is our job to say, hey, that hurt. (laughs) And that's not okay, and and don't you do that again. Okay. I almost cried right now. (laughs) I agree with that, but back to the core of the question that I asked you. The core of the question that you asked me, which was? What is our job as fans? What is our job as fans? With this Packers team right now. Is it our job to go out and call this team out every time we see a performance we don't like? Mm. Is it our job to be smart, savvy fans and to understand the position that this team is in? Did you just say position? Position. He said position. I love that word because it's like position plus decision. It's like, (laughs) boom. It's both of them. Like, this team is struggling. This team is going to struggle. This team is not equipped to go out and just crush the world. So maybe when you see the team struggle a little bit, show them some grace. Don't be Philly fans. Don't mm. don't show up and fucking boo at halftime. Yeah. Yes. Let's I, not do that. Hey, to but our guys. but here's the thing: against this Broncos team, what we have to do is what we will tell you on the other side of this break. This break, which is brought to you by our sponsor, Bread. Bread. (laughs) Do you like... (laughs) Listen. Listen. Oh, man, all three of our listeners are so confused right now. Have you ever traveled the world? (laughs) Have you ever gone to the oldest place in all of ancient civilization? 
Egypt. Have you seen the pyramids? What's at the bottom of the pyramid? Bread. Fucking bread. <laughs> if you're lucky. The food pyramid. <laughs> the food pyramid. <laughs> doesn't make any sense. It does make sense. The food pyramid. Listen. Dude, we had a joke on this podcast six years ago <laughs> that we were sponsored by bread. Oh, and bread. Peter just hit the first ever callback to that joke, and nobody got it but me. So that was that was a joke. Made on the podcast for exclusively me. <laughs> and uh hope everybody is happy that that happened. Um, so listen. No, yeah. but I, I actually like what you're saying. Hold on. I like what you're saying about what do we do as fans because we as fans have been connected to this team for longer than anybody on the fucking team has. Yeah. Right? And that yeah. didn't used to be the case, right? You had... Aaron Rodgers fans that came into the game in 2014 or whatever, right, you know, like, right. so we are the ones who know the pain of Super Bowl 32. We are the ones who know the pain of the fail Mary, the team. Mm. Romeo Dobbs doesn't have any fucking clue how stupid the fail Mary felt in the moment. He yeah. wasn't, he was like watching that shit on ESPN, you know, not, that's, this isn't a criticism. Yeah, dude, Romeo Dobbs, like, Romeo Dobbs doesn't know that the number that he carries, the beautiful 87 number that he carries, was the one that dropped the ball on fourth down against the Broncos in Super Bowl 32. Mm. That was Brett Favre to Robert Brooks. He didn't drop the ball. Fucking Brett Favre threw it a little bit short. <laughs> That was Brett Favre's fault. But 87 is the number that he was going to. Fucking Robert Brooks was the guy that I thought, hey, listen, we went into Super Bowl 31 without Robert Brooks. Super Bowl 32 is a cinch. Let's do it. This is going to be cinchy. Yeah, Super Bowl 32 was the first Super Bowl that was actually not. It was the second Super Bowl after the Jets-Colts Super Bowl three. Joe Namath upending Johnny Unitas. Um, after that, it was the first Super Bowl that was a trap game. <laughs> and the Packers favored by two touchdowns. Played against weak-ass Mark yeah. Schlereth and the Denver Broncos. Ugh. Fuck Mark Schlereth. Green chili poop motherfucker. <laughs> Green chili poop motherfucker. Got him. Yeah. That's so good, dude. Green chili poop motherfucker. I'm going to use that if I ever if, if I ever see him. Because he's rude as fuck to Packers fans. As well he should be, by the way. Like, totally respect. As a Super Bowl champion in Super Bowl 32, Mark Schlaris, right to be an asshole. But he is a green chili poop motherfucker. <laughs> Hold up, wait. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Is he just a green chili poop motherfucker because that's what he is in your heart? Like, when you think of Mark Schlereth, he's just a green chili poop motherfucker? <clears throat> or does that is that is that stem from something? No, that's just... He's a green chili poop he, motherfucker. He sells green chili... Which makes you poop, and he's a motherfucker. <laughs> it all makes sense. Like, he's a green chili poop motherfucker. Yeah. And didn't he inappropriately roast John Clayton for 
Was that him? I don't think so. Dude, uh, wait, wait, hold on. What did Mark Schlereth get fucking booted off ESPN for? I thought it was for fucking calling John Clayton the Crypt Keeper. Well, Schlereth and Wingo are super close, and Wingo was super close with Clayton, so that doesn't sound right. Because that, I feel like the degrees of separation are not the enough. Is, there is there is a reason fucking Schlereth got booted from ESPN. I and think that that might be well, right. if we wanted to discuss it. that, we could have done our research, but we didn't. So let's just go on to the next question, which is: Are we better than Denver? I feel like we've covered this. Are we better than Denver, dude? This is the fucking question of the whole game, man. True. Listen, that is what the game is. Listen, dude. If you're trying out. to get listen, if you're listening to this podcast right now, and you're trying to get hyped up for this game, this fucking twenty seed versus a thirty seed. Why are we seated anyway? Yeah, we're because because the twentieth best team versus the thirtieth best team. Right. I've still seen rankings that have us in like the top fifteen. Huh. Huh. I think they're crazy, but they exist. Hey, you know what? The thing is, is that that is our upside. There, that the, is still our upside. Yeah, Absolutely. like there's a there's a there is a spin. Like if if the Green Bay Packers were a political party, we'd be doing great under adverse circumstances right now. Like it's just like, oh, this fluke loss to Las Vegas, this fluke loss to Atlanta. We should be four and one. If we're hey. a four and one team, what are you saying, Andrew? Got a question for you right now. Yeah. Is there a real-life analogy for the Dragon Ball Z hyperbolic time chamber? No. No, there's not. Okay, so is, <laughs> is there a Were way? you looking for a different is, answer? I was, I was. Let me try. So the hyperbolic time chamber in Dragon Ball Z is where you go <coughs> for 24 hours and you can train for a year. It's this magical place where you say, hey, I need to train. Oh, I can go to the hyperbolic time chamber, and I train for one day in it's, real time, is, and you go you go there for a year. And this is really important right? when you frequently come against villains who give you, like, <clears throat> seven days before they destroy the world. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> it's like so let, let me tell you Constantly where, happening in the Dragon Ball Z universe. Let me tell you, like, let me tell you where that actually oh makes sense. Oh, my God, it happened okay. again. So How when you are a young team, <laughs> when you are a young team, you have way more ability to grow. Are you you have way the more. The hyperbolic time chamber is the bye week. Is the bye week plus the plus the Thursday night game? Oh, so so like what? The thing is, so we are dealing with this time period of we have played one game since in like twenty eight days September fucking whatever September twenty eight. Yeah, it was was the it was our second game ago. Insane level of time off. It's a really crazy level of time off. What has happened to this team since then? So the only thing that you can put down on the stat sheet is what we did in Las Vegas, which was not our best, right? And so all we have is this middling, below middling bullshit that we've had to go on. But you also have a young team that is susceptible to growth. That Susceptible that, to growth. Susceptible <clears throat> to actually... It has maybe the floor. That I don't want to talk. I don't want to talk about the floor. Tell talk to me about this exactly. team's ceiling. Exactly, fucking matless ceiling. 
Mass <laughs> has an ability maybe to push this nice. team to their fucking maximum, right? Uh, because we're going to become the Dolphins now. According because... to John Runyon, he just dropped the hint that, like, hey, we can be like the Dolphins. Hey, listen. A let... team that hired their coach after we hired ours, and now our coach is like, man, we I, we should really do what that coach is doing. <laughs> listen, listen, dude. How many of you out there listening right now? How many of you three? Because I bet we got three. I bet we got three at You this think point. we got three in the I bag? I think we got three in the We always bag. say that mom is listening to these podcasts, but she doesn't. We <laughs> know she doesn't. Hey, listen, we got Chris. Chris and then, Beckers. And then there's Shout fucking, out Chris Beckers, man. Yeah, Fuck dude. yeah. Fuck yeah to Chris Beckers. This this podcast is sponsored by Chris by Beckers. By Nurse Chris Beckers. Yeah. Listen, you guys don't know about the purple sequin dildo. That we'll, that story is for another day. <laughs> we'll we'll bring Chris that. Beckers on and we'll have him tell mm. that story. Okay. That we are mentioning the purple sequin dildo is how special this podcast is. The what were we talking about? Dude, I don't <laughs> you know fucking I remember. <laughs> <laughs> no, Matt LaSealing. Matt LaSealing. Yeah, I know we were talking about Matt LaSealing, but what were we talking about before that? Dude, Peter is fucking drunk. I love this shit. This is great. This is why we gotta get the brothers together. Ring the bell, dog. <laughs> Ring the bell. Let this shit begin. Okay, 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 okay. Um, <laughs> Hold up. Wait, let's, let's, wait, let, we can backtrack. Hold up. Yeah, you were trying to talk to Chris Beckers because you wanted to get mm. very real with the three fans who were listening to this podcast. Yeah, because I when we think, get real with them. Because yeah. when we think about the Packers ceiling, what are we thinking about? Jesus, it's super high. Sometimes, <laughs> what? <laughs> Speaking of Look, super high, what is this fucking team ceiling? Can we make the playoffs this year still? I think oh. we could. I, 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 I'm not eliminating that possibility because mm. there are seven seeds. Mm-hmm. Like, if you look at the NFC right now, mm-hmm. there's not seven like fucking three, four and one teams that we are making about us the like hyperbolic time chamber. Is <laughs> it <laughs> no? But like, but we we are we are gonna. It's not let's a good get in this NFC. bitch. Let, There's three teams that are going. Exactly. Who? The Lions, the, the Eagles, Lions, and the Niners. The Eagles and the Niners. It's really about them. The but like, Cowboys let's get in. The, fucking slip off. We no, the Cowboys. The Cowboys will be in there too. Like the Cowboys are in there too. Probably, but the Cowboys are a team on a level that we can catch. Right, so the other teams that we're competing mm. with then. Yes. Like, yeah. That's, I, well, that's, guys, we have to be the first Packers podcast to think about the playoffs. Like, realistically. <laughs> like, we have to be the first. We got, we got the Falcons. We've got the Seahawks. We got the Rams. We can catch them. Who? Who them. else? Who else? You're talking about, you're going to talk to me about the Saints next. We, we can lose a valiant game to the <clears> Seahawks. In the playoffs. Falcons? Yeah. No, no, no. We're not playing this. Falcons, Seahawks, or Rams. We have to get above one of those teams. Because if you look at the NFC, there are four teams above us. There's the Cowboys, a tier up. There's the Lions, Eagles, and Niners. Mm-hmm. Mm. 
Those are the top four. Below that four, you've got the Seahawks, the Falcons, the Rams. Yeah, we could play with them. Beneath those three, you have... And by the way, that caps it at seven. So Falcons, Rams, and Seahawks, that makes seven. Mm -hmm. Beneath them, it's the Packers, along with the Vikings, the Bears, the Commanders, the Giants, the Panthers, the Saints, and the Cardinals. Yeah, that's a lot of trash. That's we, we are the best team among here. that. So, like, we really just have to get to a point of getting above the Falcons or above whoever the Falcons, Seahawks, and Rams. Maybe they'll all be great for the rest mm. of the year. But if one of them slips the fuck up, someone's gonna get that spot, and it might as well be us. Mm-hmm. It's a mouse. You see that mouse? I saw something moving over there, and I wasn't and sure. Look, that's, not- a, that's a full-on mouse over there. Congratulations. Mouses are awesome. Mouses are fucking great. Look if they're not creating sand, that's fine. Okay, <laughs> mm. it's fine. Sorry. It's fine. It's fine. Sorry. So I really want so to pull listen, attention to the can we make can we make the playoffs this year? Yes. Can dude. we win a playoff game this year? I don't fucking care. Like let's get yeah, there first sure. and then we'll we'll talk about how we beat the Cowboys or the whoever we play specifically. But if this team gets to the playoffs, that's great. Mm-hmm. I want to get to a playoff game and like compete in it. I want what I guys. What I want is I want the Aaron Rodgers wild card year this year, so that next mm-hmm. year we win the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Like if we're if we're tracking against mm-hmm. the Rodgers timeline, that's what it is. I don't it. want the six in ten year because there is another playoff spot available. So let's get that spot and then let's There's fuck some shit up. Playoff spot, right? Look, man. It'd be fun. It'd be great. I'd love to make the playoffs this year. We better make the playoffs this year. Don't see it. Fuck I you. I would love it if it happened. Fuck you. What do you think? I would absolutely love it. I mean... Right? Wait, I want to I wanna, I wanna hear Andrew. I want to hear Andrew. <sighs> to start, finish his sentence. To finish his start the year, I was on a path of... Seven wins sounds fantastic. I want seven wins mm-hmm. because Aaron Rodgers' first year as starting quarterback, he had six wins. And I know it's adjusted because there's one more game that exists, but I don't give a shit. I will split it in that seventh win. It's better than Rodgers did at six. Dude, I'm totally right there with you, man. Honestly, six wins is fine. Uh, the reason why this game is so important for me is that you need to separate yourself from the trash tier. Oh, yeah. The reason why this game is so important, because if you can't take this game, then every game going forward is in question. Right. And very in doubt. The loser of this game, Mm. honestly, so if we put ourselves at two and four, yeah, the loser of this game is like, okay, what pieces can you get? Because Caleb Williams is out there. Drake May apparently is out there. The loser of this game is on that track. The winner of this this game is unfortunately not on that track. If you're the Broncos, fortunately, you're not on that track if you're the Packers. I don't give a shit right? and we about are lo- draft tracking. Don't Dude, come if, to if, me about no, what no, the no. fucking You do Packers... give a shit about draft tracking because you were talking about ebbs and flows as a franchise. Mm, you were yeah. talking about big picture shit. 
And so if you are talking about draft tracking, yes, that is an important thing. The more games you lose, the better of a player that you get when you are fucking... Yeah, don't he's right. He's right, but also don't you, care. Don't want it. You want to talk about? Don't you want, want it. Yes, yes. I don't want it either. I don't want to draft track. I want to be beyond that. I no, want to be beyond that shit. Like, please, for a moment, indulge me in the patheticness mm. of the Bears tanking in epic style last year. Mm-hmm. They got rid of Roquan Smith. They got rid of fucking what's his name that is running fucking circles for the Lions right now. They David Montgomery. F- yeah, Montgomery. Yeah, they didn't get rid of him mid-season, <clears throat> but anyway. They have thrown everything away last year. Mm-hmm. And now this year, they are already. Back to fucking tanking for draft picks. One and two. Are you fucking Damn, kidding one me? And two. Yeah. Like how? How pathetic must you feel like if you go through an entire year of successfully tanking? Mm. Successfully tanking. Yes. They tanked very yes. well. They got to the yes. bottom. And let's let's. F- and now, in a rebuild year. They think their best option is tanking again. And this is the thing. What the this is fuck? what desperate fucking franchises do. And this is the thing. that I do not want to be affiliated with these Broncos. Because right now, if you are looking at teams and like, okay, these are losers. These are winners. These are playoff teams. These are teams that are growing. These are teams that are rebuilding. These are teams that are in the dumps. Broncos are a team that is in the dumps. You get to two and four, you lose to the Broncos. Who the fuck are you? Mm. Who the fuck are you? You're the Chicago Bears. Listen, mm. that that idea of no, 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 Ooh, no, no. He's right. That's the only are, team that has lost to the Broncos is the Bears. If you lose to the Broncos, you are the Bears. And the, thi- the thing is, the the thing that you what are you if are you better than that if you are the Broncos? Because as we have laid out in this podcast, the Broncos are a piece of shit organization. They don't know who they are. They don't know who they're trying to be. Fucking wash your hands. Come in here, fucking (laughs) put up. Listen. Turns out, as much shit as we have talked about the Broncos, the Bears are worse. The Bears are the only team, the only franchise in this NFL that is a worse position team going forward. Well, the Panthers, who are the worst record in the league and don't have their draft pick. So listen, worse. but anyway, this is this is the thing. I think if you sleep on this game, if you think as the Packers franchise, if you are a Packers fan and you are thinking, oh, we need to beat the Broncos. Listen, now is the time to beat the Broncos. Now is the time to say that we are not this franchise. We are not going to stoop to that level. We are a better franchise. We are a better organization with a better built roster. And that is important. I apologize. I did not finish my beer like I said I was going to. But Oh, you son of a bitch. <sighs> Fucked up. 
Hey. Just like you fucked up. You you want to talk about being seven wins and Mr. Seven Wins guy over here at fucking seven is it eight and nine and great. Stop trying to confirm your priors. Huh? Stop trying to confirm your prior convictions about this team. I'm going to Let this team be the best it can be. Yeah. That's what we're here to do. Being the best team that we can be, A, means beating these Broncos, but B, means someone's going to compete for that seventh playoff spot. It might the fuck as well be us. Yeah, absolutely. So let's do all the winning that we need to get there. Yeah. I'm not in denial of that at all. Let's be all we can be. You're in denial of that a little bit, if I may say so myself. I am not. I am just very forgiving if we do not hit it. Because I do not expect us to hit it. I would love us to hit it, of course. That's what I'm hunting for. Do, do Does it feel like I'm... Listen. Mm. It's it's easy to say I'm forgiving, and then and then you sit there and you talk about... You were chasing about, 12 wins. Hey, I think we've got a good quarterback. That's the difference, right? We can still get to 12 wins. We're not gonna, Shit. but we still could. I would love to get to 12 wins. I don't see it being feasible. We just, we just gotta pull Stop up trying away. to confirm your priors. Hey, we just gotta pull up a little 10 and 2. You know, just a little 10 and 2 with Jordan Love. Listen, here, here's the thing. Here's my thing. Uh-oh. Here we go. At the end of the day... We know that Jordan Love needs to be great. Not that's, yet. No. Right now, he just needs to be good. Who care? No, I didn't say right now. I said at the end of the day. Yeah, but that's a long time away. What are you saying? The end of the life when we die? Yes, when we at, die. At we know 99? that Jordan. <laughs> when we live to be 99 Jordan, and then die? Jordan Love needs to be great. If this team is going to win a Super Bowl without having to initiate another rebuild in a new era and another, like, fucking three-year thrust, right, to that point, if we're going to win a Super Bowl within the next three years, it's going to be because Jordan Love is great. And that that is the mystery of this season. That is the whole point of suspense here, that we are all like hanging on and he doesn't have to be great today you're right he doesn't have to be great this week he doesn't but he has to show that he has greatness in him that can be tapped into at the right time true and he's got to show that potential he has not he has not precluded that possibility with his play the way he has played I don't feel like I'm watching someone who I know is not great. I just feel like, you know, it 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 does matter. It does matter what he does and what we're able to do. I feel like we're watching a lot of people that don't want him to be great just so they can say that they knew he wasn't going to be great. Because a lot of people want to confirm their priors. That's so. That's a, That's the stupidest fucking thing going on right now. Is people just trying to be right, have been right when, when they're supposed to be. Like it's one thing if you're, fucking, 
an analyst for NFL Network and you're supposed to give the people an accurate th- picture of what you think it'll be like because you know better because of your experience in the league. If you are a Packers person, if you are someone who has come up within the Packers fan community and you are of, for, and by Packers fans, then this is not about your priors. This is not about you looking good so that you can go on to the next... Like, fuck that. Like, this is... We want Jordan Love to be someone who can make all of this fucking emotional investment worth it. And at the end of the day, he has to hit that high mark. It is a high mark that he has to hit. Hey, you know what, buddy? (laughs) He doesn't have to hit that. He just has to be himself. And this team has to be a fucking victorious But if himself kind of sucks at football, he needs to get the fuck out. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you know, like... Yeah, but who the fuck is anybody to say that within a one-year time radius no one's i'm not saying i'm I'm not saying we know enough right now but i'm saying like these games matter getting not just to seven wins but getting to a place of confidence going forward is what matters irrespective of what the final record is and Boy, if we lose to the Broncos, it's hard to imagine a scenario. (sighs) Take a breath. We can't imagine a scenario. We lose to the Broncos. We hit a rock bottom. We fucking come to Jesus. We come out. We show improvement over the second half of the year. I just don't think the Broncos are that franchise. Mm -hmm. I think if you lost to the Patriots this week, that's one thing. But if you lose to this Broncos organization, this fucking Mickey Mouse fucking hijinks, stupidity fueled, mm. like hubris, so decrepit l- organization, what even are you? So let me ask you a question that I asked you early in the week. I think we kind of laughed at it. But through this podcast, we have come to understand that is this a must win game? <laughs> Is it a must-win game? I say for this year, yeah. Yeah? I say for this, if you want this year to be a playoff year, if you want this to be a year where you're in it competitive and flirting with the fucking big boys, yes, you have to win this game. Yep. Yeah, if you want your dick to swing even a little bit, if you lose this game, your dick ain't swinging. Somehow that is also correct. <laughs> mm-hmm. Hey, I let me ask you real quick. Packers over. What, what do you get? What is your over under for the Packers? This is hard because I'm going to this game. So in my yeah. mind, it's like forty to ten. Yeah, <laughs> you know, because when I the last game I went to was Aaron Rodgers' last win as a Packers. As a Packer, we had the Vikings mm-hmm. down forty-one to three. Mm-hmm. That was the shit. That's what I want. Yep. And these Broncos aren't above that. 
No, like, hell no. God, let's just go in there and beat their <clears throat> fucking ass. Listen, hey, but every, everybody's laughing at John Runyon for saying that we got shades of the Miami offense in this. Let's fucking do it, dude. Unleash the Christian Watson. Mm. Cross, uh, Christian Watson is due for 900 yards this season. <laughs> right. Can, uh, yeah, can yeah, yeah. he get 900 yards this season? He's got to make up for that right here. Yeah. Right now. It's time to start on the path. Guys, guys, let's resolve here and now, tonight. We're shooting for the seven seed. Falcons, Seahawks, Rams. We don't have to beat them all. We just have to get above one of them by the end of the... Oh, the Buccaneers are the other team I forgot. Mm-hmm. Let's add a fourth team in there. Sure. That, yeah. Get above two of those teams and you're yeah. in. Okay? Get above two of those teams and you're in. We can do that. Let's fucking go do that. Let's take this Romeo Dobbs-ass team, Aaron Jones, Christian Watson, mm-hmm. no mm-hmm. David Bakhtiari, Rasheed Walker at the tackle. Like, let's go fucking do with the best version we have. Let's use our organizational competence. Let's use our integrity of our vision for our team to fucking succeed. Let's use the process-oriented Matt LaFleur philosophy to fucking get a wild card. A wild card. Yes. It would be great. Well, let's start it this week by beating the fucking piss out of these stupid-ass Broncos. Yeah, that's unquestioned. Ringing that into the Denver air tonight. (sighs) Mm -hmm. Bringing it with us to the stadium on Sunday. Ready to fucking fight. Amen. Let's go. Pack a force out. Pack go.